1: Just like a seat for a little kid Just like the eat from the rocket ship Sometimes all you need is a booster Whoa, Nelly guys! Welcome to Electric Liberty Land 259! Hope you enjoyed that little intro That was Pentonics, A band I'd never heard of Some acapella shit group <laughs> I don't know, maybe they're from America's Next Top Who gives a fuck? Anyway, welcome to the show. I figured I'd start off with a little bit of the absurd, a little bit of the naughty before going into the sublime, which I'm going to play for you in just a minute, an incredibly amazing little parody song that I did up with Dan Smots over at the System Is Down podcast. But before I do, let me tell you, I'm a little bit sick today. I I caught not COVID, uh, according to three different tests, apparently, not COVID from my daughter, which is how I know it wasn't COVID because she's been sick for a week actually a little bit more than a week my wife been sick for a week i thought i'd made it through i thought i survived the gauntlet but no i've been laid out i got a sore throat hoping it doesn't get into my lungs which is the worst but anyway but yeah i knew it wasn't covid because my daughter was sick <laughs> it's just that easy if your kid and she's about 2 years old is actually sick with it it ain't covid because as we know covid doesn't really impact children whatsoever it's hard for them to catch it hard for them to spread it etc so anyway welcome to the show guys And uh, I will tell you, you know, this is the episode right before Christmas. Mark always calls himself the watcher. Well, I'm going to refer to myself from uh, at least this holiday season as the Liberty Elf on the shelf. I will be on the shelf. I'll be watching you. I'll be judging everything you do. I will be looking down from a high or wherever you want to hide me, judging you and your children. And God forbid you fuck this up on Liberty Christmas or else you're getting nothing in your stocking, but lumps of keto coal, those statists, COVID vaccines, and probably just a little bit of fiat currency, which we know is this virtually worthless. But you know what's not worthless? Bitcoin. Yes, cryptos, whatever you like. I actually just uh, found out a new crypto that I might be investing in recently, but I'm gonna keep that in my hat. But guys, if you have a retirement fund, if you have an IRA or you're interested in an IRA, our sponsor, iTrust Capital, has got the solution for you. Now, I've told you about this before. This is an account, an IRA. Basically, it's an account you can put away money, you can put away savings, and that makes it down the line tax-free from the government. It is a retirement fund. However, you can also take money out of it as you go. and Most, 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 most IRAs are stock-driven. However, with iTrust Capital, you are trading crypto, you're trading Bitcoin, you're trading Ethereum, they have over 25 different cryptocurrencies you can get in there, buy them, trade them, you can actually trade them at the lowest transaction fees out there, sell them right away, or you can put them away in these IRA accounts for later on, let them accrue that value and then be able to access them later on tax free. That is amazing. Not only that, they're trusted. They have over 1,500 reviews on Trustpilot and they're backed up, but not one, but two different insurers for the crypto industry specifically. So your money is safe, your money is secure. It's not going anywhere. No one's hacking you, no one's taking it away. And best of all, by going to itrust.capital forward slash lions, you can get in. They're going to give you, when you open your account, 100 free dollars of Bitcoin. There's no more monthly fees. They get in, they give you $100 free dollars of Bitcoin when you start your account, get that IRA going. You can even port over another account from an IRA, from a different IRA, and put it in with them. And they are going to give you that $100 of Bitcoin free, guys. And not only is that amazing, but also hard currencies. It's not just crypto, it's also your gold, your silver. So check that out itrust.capital forward slash lines. Now, As I said, I've got a little something for you, a little something on the why is this fucking camera goes in and out. It pisses me off every time I turn the autofocus off every time and every time it fucks me again. Um, I've got something that's going to be extra super good for you after exposing you to the cancer that was covid pentonics or pentonics bending over backwards to tell people to get vaccine and tell people to get boosted, even though we can see it means nothing. We can see it accomplishes nothing. The NFL's 98.8% vaccination rate and strife taking down games and moving them like I'm going to see the Eagles game today at four because on my birthday, by the way, happy birthday to me. I'm recording this on a Tuesday and uh, my birthday is on the 21st, the winter solstice born on a dark day. My friends shortest day of the year. But the NFL moves all these games. All these people can't play. All these players can't play. And everybody's vaccinated. They're all vaccinated. You have Cory Booker. You have Elizabeth Warren. You have all these politicians getting COVID who are fucking triple-vaxxed up. And yet they're telling us we have to fucking vaccinate. It's idiotic. Fuck you, Pentonics. Suck all the dicks. But fortunately, guys, I have something amazing for you. Like I said, from me, from Dan Smots at the System Is Down podcast, I thought of this idea for Rudolph the Masked-Up Reindeer. Went out to damn with it. We composed some lyrics together. We recorded the tracks. Wish we'd gotten out a little bit earlier, but what we have is so good. And by the way, if you haven't, if you're not watching the live stream, go to our YouTube page, hit that subscribe button, hit the notifications, or go to the System is Down's YouTube page. We've got the video posted on both rudolph the masked up reindeer please listen please share this please download it we're gonna have the track hopefully on itunes for download very soon if they approve it but for now it's on youtube so check it out share it here you go guys i hope you enjoy this incredible festive christmas song
0: you know Gavin and nancy and pritzko and clinton Cuomo and Whitmer and Donald and Brandon, but do you recall the most hated reindeer of all? Rudolph you know, the best of reindeer used to have a shiny nose, and if it wasn't my star, you could really see it glow. All of the gaslight reindeer said he was the one to blame. They wouldn't let Paul Rudolph into puzzle sporting games. On this comic Christmas Eve, you sent a crash to sleigh. Rudolph's nose was covered tight, masked because of COVID fright. As Santa spiraled down west. He shouted out he couldn't see Thanks to our dear Lord Fauci And my name's COVID regime. Merry Christmas children! Can I see your COVID vaccine passport? No! you? It doesn't matter if you're only five years old or six, it doesn't matter, you can't come into the candy store without your COVID vaccine passport, you know the rules, get out of here. Rudolph the messed up reindeer, used to have a shiny nose, he let the propaganda cover up what we all know, all of them made with reindeer tweeted out his anti-vax they still believe vaccines work thanks to corporate media hacks on this front christmas night, santa crashed his slave rudolph's nose was censored by hype Bochandria will bite As Santa spiraled downward His very last Christmas Eve He shouted, let's go Brandon In some words that I can't Repeat
1: Oh, I was muted. Talking like an idiot into nothing. <laughs> there, you go. there you go, guys. I uh, I highly encourage you, by the way. Honestly, if you don't go to see the video, you're missing out. Uh, Dan did a absolutely genius job of adding together Christmas footage. And uh, the old, you know, the old claymation, uh, was it not Franklin and Bash? <laughs> Franklin or Haskin Bass, whatever they were. Uh, old Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and uh my stuff my stuff my burger you know all those things he edited geniusly these clips together to make a real narrative story that goes along with the lyrics it is hilarious i highly encourage you to check out dan check out uh, that video on youtube and of course it'll be in the show notes for the show so enjoy please share it it took uh, a lot of effort on our part and as you heard and as you'll see it is professionally mastered so hopefully we get a little bit more attention you know we're trying to send it out to some of the bigger outlets uh the tucker carlsons and uh the waters worlds and the kennedys and all that other shit so we'll see what happens but coming back on the show speaking of winters speaking of vaccine craziness i don't know if you guys heard but the (laughs) <laughs> the Biden administration is threatening all of us with a, quote, winter of severe illness and death. Now, oh, of course, I bring up the goddamn story on the Epoch Times and it's telling me to pay for it. Hold on. Let me Google it again so I can tell you exactly what it says. White House winter of death. You know, anytime you can Google White House winter of death and you get ample amounts of, of resources coming up, of, uh, of posts of stories about White House winter of death as your topic, you know that things have gotten pretty fucking fucked up. Now, remember, we've been ordering everybody, not ordering, we've been recommending that everybody reject these vaccine mandates, reject these passports, reject this authoritarianism that has been coming in here this whole time because of this exact shit. Because you've got a perfect scenario where in the biomedical state, where an authoritarianist, totalitarianist can come in, impose their will, sneak it in there under the guise of fear and people just accept it, accept it, accept it. And now you have them outright threatening you with death and destruction, specifically targeting Americans that are unvaccinated. Even though we know the vaccines don't fucking do anything anymore, except that supposedly you get less sick. This is an unprovable subjective standard that they've imposed on all of us. So here we go. Here is what the White House posted. We're here, (laughs) oh, here we go, sorry. Uh, God damn it. We're looking at a winter of severe illness and death for the unvaccinated for themselves, their families and the hospitals are soon overwhelmed. But there's good news, if you're vaccinated, you have your booster shot, you're protected from severe illness and death. So Biden says, and this was like in a post on their Twitter feed saying, look out, you're in for a a winter of severe illness and death. It's telling the boosted and and the vaccinated, they're totally fine. Horseshit, horseshit. Now, this is something, right, you look at what they're doing, and I go back to the bad people theory that I've talked about, and I also have to go back to the fact that these people can't retreat even a a micron, right? They put so much into this fear machine that there is no going back, even though objectively you can look around and see what's happening, we can see the vaccines aren't working, we can see that people are not going and dying in hospitals from this latest variant. But yet, in the face of hard reality, what do we see come out of the White House? What do we see come out of, the, out of the, the the Biden administration's mouth? What do we see come out of Big Pharma? What do we see come out of entertainment industry? What do we see come out of the news media for 99% of them? We see them telling you, you're going to die. A winter of death and destruction is coming. Watch out, Jon Snow, winter is coming. The winter of death and destruction is coming for you because they can never go back. They can't admit that good news exists, right? Think about that. We are now in a perfect storm wherein... The powers that be, the arbiters of truth that we are supposedly supposed to look to for our news, for our uh, our symptoms of destruction that might be descending upon us, or for just regular reality, they cannot admit any good news. Because if they do, they are wrong. And if they are wrong, then they have crushed society. They have destroyed lives. They've cost billions and trillions of dollars in lost wages, in lost businesses, in goods that are sitting out right now in the Long Beach harbor, if they allow any good news to filter through, they've lost everything. Now maybe this is because they want to continue pushing in these protocols, the vaccine mandates, the vaccine passports. They need to get total buy-in. They need to get people completely accepting broken down and beaten by this system so that there will not be a resistance, there's not will be a there'll be no will to resist right after this. But as you've seen in Austria, as you've seen in France, as you've seen in all these different places, the will to resist is out there. It's strong. In fact, of all the fucking places that you'd think there would be the strongest, will, America seems to have the weakest. All these other countries that are not known for freedom, that are not known for liberty, that are known for being authoritarian, Austria and Germany, for fuck's sake, they have had massive protests. The Londoners, You know, the people in the UK who gladly know how to queue up, right? They're good at waiting in line. They've accepted all these fucking cameras watching everything they do all day, every day. They're out there in the streets, marching in the hundreds of thousands. The Spaniards, the French are out there in the hundreds of thousands. And yet we as Americans roll over, stick our asses in the air and say, Biden, give me another fucking shot right in my butt. Sad and pathetic. But that's why they know they have to continue to fear They have to push this thing. They have to turn us against each other. They have to play on this divisive nature of people. Because the more we hate each other, the more we blame each other. And again, they're blaming this, the vaccinated and the unvaccinated, right? The unvaccinated are for the cause of all of these things, when clearly we're not anymore. If they can do that, they can keep people distracted hating each other rather than hating the government, rather than turning their attention on binding ways in which they actually connect with each other and do not connect with the powers that be noting that all of these things have caused misery to the tunes of billions and billions of dollars that all of these, these companies being propped up throughout this pandemic are the largest, are the biggest har- uh, lobbyers are the biggest, um, Foundations that support and work with the government directly. They're the most beneficiaries of tax breaks and incentives. They're the biggest beneficiaries when it comes to government contracts like Amazon, like you know, any of these other co- uh, web-based services that use Google, that use and provide the government services that store our data, that give the government our data when we're not looking to get, you know, the extremists on January 6th, et cetera. It's no coincidence. That's what I'm saying, that these companies haven't propped up during this pandemic to the detriment of all of the other businesses in America, and they're playing it on fear. They're playing it on all these things that not only the fear of, of COVID to keep us in our house, that keep us complacent, but to, to erode the monetary supply, right? To keep us dependent on government, because the more you erode the monetary supply, the more those government handouts become not an option, not a fallback, but a necessity, Right like in Venezuela, where uh, they're just giving out millions of millions of uh, whatever the fuck they call them, Lira. When you have this scenario, that's the only thing left, right? You you absolutely extinguish the possibility of having a monetary supply which you can save, which you can grow based upon your own will and your own talents. Now you are dependent on government handouts simply because they have eroded the value of that currency so much over these past few years that you have to look to government. And that's what Biden is now proposing, another stimulus. You guys know this? Yeah. Another stimulus. Oh, because of Omicron. As if we can't just go out and get back to our normal lives. This shit's here. It's not going anywhere. You, Everybody that's vaccinated has got it. And yet I have, I have Christmas parties I'm going to go to where they're saying, oh, we hope that everybody's boosted up and triple vaxxed. Get the fuck out of here with this shit. Why? These are intelligent people saying this. Do you not know anything? Do you not see the reality around you? The answer many times is no. They accept the reality that is painted for them rather than seeing through this gossamer veil that's being, you know, but kind of like in the old theater biz, you have these scrims that they project images on, right? And it's very thin. It's like a silk. It's easy to rip. If you even get close to it, you can rip it with a fingernail. But these people don't want to get close to the scrim. They want to keep looking at it. They want to believe that reality and they never want to get too close. And we're seeing that so often in society now, this fucking veneer that's put up and people have no guts, no fucking inclination to even try to rip it away because the horrors that lie beneath that scrim are too much to bear. This is gonna be rambling, by the way. I'm a little bit drunk and I'm high on Dayquil. Ah, Anyway, Um, now one of the things that should rip the scrim away from some people's eyes, but won't because they won't believe the sources and they see the fawning media coverage of God King Fauci. Excuse me, let me refresh my throat here. Is the response, and these are from emails that have been released through the Freedom of Information Act, from Dr. Fauci, from his cohorts, going after the declares of the Great Barrington Declaration. Now, the Great Barrington Declaration, Declaration was essentially saying that this lockdown system that all these protocols put into place were evil, were wrong, were unnecessary, and they were arguing for not only not purely herd immunity, right, which is what they try to paint it as, but a combination of herd immunity. Uh, optional vaccination and, you know, just, you know, if you're... Oh, God, I bit my tongue, too. If you're sick, stay home. It's a rough day for Brian a R- Rough birthday. Got a fucking bit tongue because my daughter, I was bouncing her on the ball. She springs up all of a sudden, extends her legs full, hits me right in the fucking jaw, which crushes my tongue between my teeth, and now I have a big swollen tongue. A big swollen tongue in my big stupid mouth. Fucking sucks. But anyway... The declaration essentially said, you know, we don't need lockdowns. It can be uh, it can be achieved through common sense, herd immunity and a vaccination combination uh, and some other items. But it was widely decried. And then we found these emails that Fauci and his other shitbags actively worked with the media, actively said, go attack this declaration. Now, this declaration was made by some of the top epidemiologists, people at Harvard and Yale, people at the British Institutes, some of the top minds in their field who just happened to not agree with this narrative passed down by, uh, you know, the Fauci's of the world. And I'm blanking on the name of the guy at the British Institute that said that, you know, 2 million Britons would die in the first three months and all, you know, start all these lockdown bullshits. Of course, it's funded by the Bill Gates Foundation and everything else. But you see this, there's no willingness to actually accept another scientific opinion from Fauci, from these, these people in power that are pushing the lockdowns. There's been no debate. There's been no conversation, not openly. If you have something like this, shouldn't we have a giant sit down of all the greatest minds in humanity? If there's something that's this dire, why is the first move to lock everybody down in an authoritarian manner going off flawed models that have been proven wrong in the past on every other possible pandemic? Everyone has been fucking catastrophically wrong. But yeah, we believe these predictions. And instead of saying, hey, let's get everybody together. Let's sit down and discuss it. And let's by the way, televise it, not like a fucking FISA court. None of this behind the scenes bullshit where these ideas are, are created and and passed through. You know, like like going into the bathroom to take a shit. That's basically how I view all these meetings. They go in, they come up with a bunch of shit, and then they pass it out in the toilet, and uh, and we are the water. <laughs> we are the water that all these people shit in. <clears throat> so instead of doing that, right? Instead of having a wide open debate, they attack. They rip down and they tell the media to go get anybody that doesn't agree. That's not journalism. That's not governance. That's that, that is a sign of an absolutely sick society, an elite that has no conscience. If you're willing to do, I mean, no self-awareness, no, no, even to obey the, a scientific truth should demand that you look at all the facts in the matter and actually have discussion, open discussion about it. Listen to other theories, but that's just thrown out the window. They have no interest in any of this shit. And these emails have laid that bare. Now, another thing, just moving on, it's going to be, again, this week, kind of all over in a very short episode, by the way. Um, we have Fauci saying, go get all these other people that are that are attacking these. In the meantime, we see people that have not had the lockdowns doing fine. We see like lesser lockdowns in Florida and Texas doing just fine, lower death rates, et cetera. We see that Omicron is not overrunning the hospitals. South Africa right now, right? They have, by by American standards, far less sophisticated hospitals. But for Africa, still very sophisticated compared to most of Africa. But they have a one point seven percent rate hospitalized from Omicron. This is in the midst of the White House saying we're sending a thousand troops to help out with hospitals. We're seeing all these news stories about hospitals being overrun with Omicron cases. Bullshit, right? If, if Omicron's so bad, now, number one, I don't know a single person who's gone to the hospital with Omicron. Now, there might be some out there, but let's also not discount the fact that many of these people are probably in and out. They probably go because they're worried. They get a little cold. They go in. Oh my God, it's Omicron because they've been scared of condition to, to accept this shit. They go in the hospital. And they go, oh, you're fine. Go home. Go get some rest, right? In and out, in and out, in and out. Long-term hospitalization is 1.7%. And I guarantee you those 1.7% that are hospitalized in South Africa are comorbidities, are people that already have something else wrong with them. They're probably hospitalized with COVID, not of COVID. And we know that the deaths have been basically non-existent. The UK won't even tell you what happened in the death over there with COVID, but it was with COVID, not because of COVID. So anyway, that's enough COVID talk for now. Hopefully I don't die with COVID or of COVID, uh, but I think I'm going to be just fine. I want to, uh, by the way, while we're talking here, I'm going to move on to another story. But before I do, they're going to be doing a fantastic debate. You can get in, get it early with Dave Smith and Spike Cohen debating open borders. You can get into that. You can watch it live. You can watch it a uh, week before it comes out. If you join the Lions of Liberty Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Lions of Liberty or of lionsofliberty.locals. And, uh, and basically, let me lay it out for you. You get all the bonus content. You get the good morning fuckhead rants that I do. You get degenerate gamblers or gambling and storytelling show. You get conspiracy corners. Obviously that name is pretty indicative of what it is. You got do nothing man's early. <clears throat> and, you get to watch all of our live streams. So we live stream Degenerate Gamblers, our drinking shows, Naughty and Nice was live streamed. And these, our debates are live streamed. So check that out. You can join for as little as $5 a month and you can go up from there. You get different perks. You can get Alliance of Liberty, Merry Christmas, uh, Taxation is Death mug at a certain level. You can also influence the show. If you're joining at 50 or $100, you can actually Tell us an episode, what you want to see us produce. We'll do a show just for you. And at $25, you get to join our weekly calls, or sorry, not weekly, our monthly calls, where we jump on a Skype with all the people in that high-level Mufasa tier, and we talk through with you. We find out what your ideas are. We talk shit. We just talk about different topics, whatever you guys want to discuss, and we let you know things that are happening with the show ahead of time. I will leak one thing. Oh, by the way, we're going to join, we're going to do a two-month Free if you join an annual, man. God, I cannot talk. I'm so worried about biting my tongue. If you join in an annual membership, by the way, we're going to give you two months free. So now's the time to go do that. Go join through the end of the year, two months free off your annual membership. If you join now, but something I'll leak to you guys that we probably told our Mufasa guys yesterday, I missed because I was sick. But um, we are going to be splitting up the feeds. I think John mentioned this on his show last week. We are going to have this main feed. This will not go anywhere. The Lions of Liberty Media Network will continue, and this will have all of our feeds plus special bonus content on it that we do just for the main feed. So, if you have this and you want to keep downloading it, please do. You can get all the shows in one. However, if you like a specific show, you want to listen to that, and I hope you do, go and subscribe. We're going to, we're going to be branching them out. Mark Claire's Lions Liberty flagship show is going to be on one. Lions Liberty with Mark Claire. Electric Liberty Land will have its own feed and Finding Freedom, and we're going to do extra content on those as well. This gives us more freedom because that way we don't have to worry about cannibalizing each other's shows on the one feed. So you get bonus by listening to the other ones and subscribing to the other ones as well as the main show. Each one's going to have its own bonus content on each one of those feeds, guys, and uh, just allows us to do a lot more with it. So we're excited about that. So hopefully when that launches and you'll see it launch, on uh, January 1st, these fees will launch. Please go subscribe to all of them. And uh, we're going to have some fun, like in the Predator movie. I'm going to have me some fun. I'm going to have me some fun. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you're an idiot. Shame on you. All right. A <clears throat> couple more stories. Then I'm going to wrap it up here before I lose my voice. <sighs> Representative Ayana Presley of Massachusetts recently said that, quote, student debt, student debt is policy violence. Student debt is policy violence. I like when they invent new types of violence. Now, by the way, if you don't know who Yana Press is, she's the bald, I don't know if she's lesbian or not, but bald black chick that is just the fucking worst. She's the fucking worst. <laughs> so she said that, quote, let's make it plain, right? This is, uh, she's talking about this on her Twitter, doing like a talk to the camera Twitter. Thing. Let's make it plain student debt is policy violence. We'll keep fighting to relieve families across the country to make sure our policies and budgets reflect their lived experiences and that we build this grassroots movement to quote, or I'm sorry, to hashtag cancel student debt together. Now, number one, I don't see how debt can be violence if it's voluntarily entered into. No one's making you go out and get a fucking college degree, are they? Because violence would be forcing you into something either coercively or explicitly by threat of real violence. Saying that you getting into debt is policy violence is fucking idiotic. Is not giving somebody shit for free now violence? I mean, what? how can you define violence in this way? If I don't give you free college, violence. If I don't let you borrow my car, homeless guy, violence. If I don't give you $10 out of my pocket, if you ask for it, violence. Like what the fuck are we talking about here? If you define anything as violence, just denying somebody something, if they want it, then there is nothing but violence. You are literally entering into a society where violence is nonstop because everybody wants everything and everybody thinks they're entitled to it. And you know what happens when everybody thinks that they're entitled to everything all the time and that nobody owns anything? You have people constantly fucking a bit enacting violence on each other constantly to get it and getting angry if they don't get whatever they want all the time it's a it's a goddamn world of Eureka salts and we're all going to be bloodier for it but no it's policy violence because you can you can slap violence on anything now according to ayanna presley and these democrats the violence that could be inherent in this policy from my opinion is obviously related to the fed related to the real policy violence of course is the spending that goes into it, that has driven up college prices, that has given, up, given people access to get themselves into these deep collegiate scam debts because the government will back anything. That's violence. Giving somebody something that they can't handle is violence. Giving a baby a gun that's loaded, that's violence. And so is giving somebody a massive loan that they can't pay back that they don't know what to fucking do with, and that they have no right holding on to. That is policy violence. And that is what the fucking government does constantly. Through the Fed, through all these penning uh, programs for college, through propagandizing, that's your policy violence, uh, fucking Ayanna Presley. Not idiots opting to get into their own debt. Period my throat hurts. (laughs) I got to wrap this fucking show up. All right. Last thing, (sighs) more policy violence is that we had a recent story that was reported in a bunch of different places about a California school that has been quote unquote coaching people into a a woman into, I shouldn't say a woman, a girl into a LGBTQ club. They gave her a boy's name and then they kept it. And then look, You could say, well, maybe they're just trying to respond to the girl's natural inclinations. Maybe they're trying to help this girl in various ways. Fine. Maybe they are. Maybe they aren't. But when you keep it secret from the parents, that's when it becomes a problem. And that's what happened here at this California school. Now, I don't know the boy. I don't know the the name they gave the girl, right? That's been kept a secret. But this is at a school board meeting at Salinas, California, where they class with teachers at, let's see what the name of this fucking school Buena Vista Middle School. Buena Vista Middle School. So at Buena Vista Middle School, they led a workshop called How We Run a GSA or a uh, Gay Straight. Uh, let's see, what the fuck? I love it when they put stories that they have short, they have like they shorten the, <laughs> the, the association names and then they don't tell you what they are. Fuck it, a GSA, whatever. Great great Gay Straight Alliance, probably what it's called. But they basically held seminars teaching uh, teachers you teach the teachers god i'm really losing it right now sorry guys excuse this pre christmas sick episode i'm not uh, i'm not able to keep my thoughts together very well on this day well long story short they're telling the teachers hey keep us a secret in a conservative community we don't want these people knowing that we're working with these lgbtq we don't want them to know about these gay, gay straight alliance clubs we don't want them to know that we're giving they're calling their their girl a boy and maybe you could understand, again, how they could call the girl a boy. Maybe the girl doesn't want their parents to know about that, that they're calling the girl a boy. That's not okay, right? Anything that's going on in a school, especially a public school that involves my child, I need to fucking know about. You don't choose what I hear about. If my kid and, and a, a school parent said this, if my kid has suicidal thoughts, and this was something that came up, by the way, in these in this story that came out, that the kid was having suicidal thoughts, and that's why the he was like, oh, maybe I should you know go, go down this route. You have to tell the parent. I mean, the odds of you keeping that a secret, right? And it working out just peachy keen, not great. I need to know if my kid's suicidal. I need to know if my kid's writing something in a diary. I need to know if my kid's sad at school. I need to know if my kid's not eating the fucking second half of their lunch. Because that might mean that my kid's got an eating disorder. You don't keep shit from me. And you especially don't start sending kids down a gender identity path without letting me fucking know. It's just poison. Now, maybe... I will want to go down that path with this kid. And maybe I'll want to say, well, let's just take a second opinion and see how these things work out. There's different routes. As much as the transgender community doesn't want you to acknowledge this, there are different paths that children, adults often take when it comes to transgender identity and gender identity in general. general. And 90%, well, not 90% of the time, I don't know the exact stats. A lot of the time, A gender-confused child will turn out. If it's a boy, turns out being gay. If it's a girl, she turns out being lesbian. You don't need to switch her genders. You don't need to start calling different names. You don't need to do hormone therapy. You don't need to do all this shit. They just work it out with time. But these people seem to view time as an enemy, right? Just like with COVID, time is an enemy. We have to move now. We have to make all these drastic life changes. There's no time to wait. In the meantime, they're destroying these people's lives. All right. I'm done here. My fucking tongue hurts. My fucking throat hurts. I can't speak. I can't think. That's it. Listen to the Burning Daylight podcast. Have a very Merry Christmas, everybody. I will uh, be back next week with another pre New Year's episode. That's it. Wish me luck not feeling shitty <laughs> and recovering from this. All right. From me, Brian McWilliams on Lines of Liberty and from Electric Liberty Land. <laughs> Always stay plugged in to Liberty.